0: I'm Tavid Nasir, and this is Leadership Biz Cafe, a podcast that provides insights and tools to help leaders take on the challenges and opportunities found in leading today's workplaces. Leadership Biz Cafe is brought to you by Tavid Nasir Leadership, our leadership firm that offers keynotes and corporate workshops in both in-person and virtual settings that will help to improve the way you lead and guide your organization's growth and future successes. To find out how we can help you today with your leadership challenges and discover your untapped opportunities, visit our website at tammanasir.com. And with that, it's time for me to brew up another leadership espresso shot. In some of my leadership keynotes and workshops, I like to share strategies on how to improve our listening skills. One such strategy involves learning about the kinds of questions we should be asking our employees. Of course, while asking questions can help a leader gain a better understanding of current conditions both within and outside their organization, it can also prove to be a helpful tool in gaining insight from one's own experiences. For example, I remember after giving one keynote, I was asked by one of the attendees about my work journey, of how I came to do the work I do now. I hadn't given much thought to my work journey until I was asked about it, and yet being asked about it ended up serving as inspiration for what I spoke about in my TED Talk about understanding the difference between passion and purpose. And why purpose is such a powerful force to both guide and motivate our actions. But there's another question I was asked after one of my leadership keynotes that I want to focus on here. One where I was asked to share a story of when I failed as a leader and what I learned from that experience. I want to share this personal story of mine in this Leadership Espresso shot because it illustrates an important lesson about what it really means to be a good listener especially when you have the responsibility to lead others. In one of my first management roles, I had the responsibility of overseeing the functioning of several laboratories in a multinational biotech firm, as well as managing the cleaning staff for the company. As the cleaning staff didn't come from a science background as I did, I wanted to help them understand the work that was being done and how their efforts helped with these ongoing projects. One day, one of the senior directors, who at the time was also one of my mentors, called me into his office for a quick chat. After exchanging a few updates, the director told me that he had received a few complaints from some members of the cleaning staff. Now, I figured the complaints probably had to do with some new demand being put upon the cleaning staff by one of the project leaders, as several of them were ramping up new lab initiatives. And given how the cleaning staff had worked under this director before I joined the company, I knew they went to him instead of me because he had earned their respect. So, before the director could elaborate on what their complaints were, I was already starting to plot in my mind where I could find time to sit down with the cleaning staff to explain these new requests. As it turned out, the complaint wasn't about some new demand. Instead, the complaint was about me. Specifically, the cleaning staff had become disgruntled over how I was speaking with them the director went on to explain how the cleaning staff initially enjoyed working under me, but lately, I left them feeling as though their only job was to do my bidding. As hard as it was to hear, I began to realize that in my drive to inform my employees, I had unintentionally turned our conversations into one-way interactions. In other words, without even realizing it, my good intentions to help my team Had the opposite effect, where I had become the dreaded micromanager interested more in telling people what to do than in listening to what they had to say. While my story illustrates the ease with which any of us can become disempowering micromanagers, it also demonstrates why it's so important for leaders to be good listeners if they are to ultimately succeed in their efforts. Namely, that to effectively lead others. You need more than your perspective. You need insights from those you lead. In that conversation with this director, I realized that while my actions were driven by good intentions, the problem was I had become too focused on what I wanted to tell my team. And that inward focus on my message left my team feeling as though I didn't care about hearing about their thoughts and insights on what could be done. Thanks to this failure and how I led this team, I learned that listening is not simply hearing what others are saying. It's giving them space to contribute. In some cases, that might be a unique perspective on a particular issue, a new insight on how to approach a problem, or just the opportunity to give voice to what they're feeling about what they see going on around them. In other words, Effective listening is about ensuring people feel understood because what they share matters. Of course, if we look at renowned leaders like Sir Richard Branson or Nelson Mandela, we can find another critical ingredient necessary to becoming a better listener and with it, the kind of leader our employees need us to be. Specifically, to be a good listener, you need to be curious about others and not simply focused on yourself. One trait all successful leaders openly exhibit is being inquisitive, that their focus is not limited to their ideas, their stories, and their experiences. Rather, they display a genuine interest to learn about those they lead and work with, to hear their stories and experiences that have shaped and informed their understandings and perspective. That's why being a good listener involves... Shifting your focus from trying to be interesting to being interested. Although it's been well over a decade, I still remember that conversation, and not just because it represents one of the more painful moments where I failed as a leader. Rather, the memory of that failure still resonates because of the powerful lesson it taught me. That the key to effective leadership lies in our willingness to become better listeners. Something that will help us to understand the realities our employees face, as well as what they need from us to succeed and thrive under our care. So that's the story I wanted to share about one of my leadership failures and what I learned from it, which wraps up this edition of Leadership Espresso (coughs) Shot. I hope you enjoyed this personal story of mine and the valuable lesson it reveals about being a better listener as a leader. As I've told organizers I've worked with on past speaking engagements, my favorite part of giving a keynote or workshop is the questions people ask me. And I think after hearing this episode, you can appreciate why. Because I find both the audience and myself learn something new in the process of discovering the answer to their query. So if this has piqued your interest in having me give a keynote or workshop for your team or organization, please do reach out to contact me about it. You can do so through my website at tavernasir.com, where you can also learn more about my speaking work and the topics I cover. Now, I've seen a number of you have been writing reviews and rating my podcast lately, and I sincerely want to thank you all for doing that. So if you've been enjoying my podcast, I'd appreciate if you could also just take a moment here to rate my podcast and maybe also write a quick review about why you're enjoying our show. I can tell you it really means a lot to hear back from my listeners to know what they've been enjoying about my podcast. I'm Tavid Nasir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Café.